don't you hate it when like you're literally scrolling through something and it gives you an idea to go look something up or go look at something else on a different thing and then you completely forget like you exit out like right now i'm on instagram and i was scrolling through something caught my eye that made me think of something else that i should do and then as soon as i got out of the app i forgot it immediately yeah i know exactly what you're talking about it's like the digital equivalent of walking to the kitchen and opening the refrigerator and then just right. forgetting and, and, but exactly so why you walked in there. my memory literally was that fast that it just snapped out immediately just in one brain out the other brain i have other brains not that you know of what feels like you should have talked about this in the last episode oh we're gonna talk about it <laughs> Oh, goodness. Well, welcome, guys, to another episode of Nonsensical Brilliance, um, your podcast for the people, by the people, um, by these people. The people is me and you. These people. But close uh, enough. I'm your host, Marcus, as uh, with me as always. As with me as always. As with me as oh, always. English is not my first language. Not your most eloquent moment, but we'll, no, we'll, okay. we'll take it. With me as always is my co-host. That's me, Sheriff. Oh, I was going to say your name for you. You paused for a very long time. It was so not that long. I took the initiative on that one. Sheriff. Hey. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> well, welcome welcome with me. Welcome to Nonsensical Brilliance, my um, pals, my dudes, my tods. Real quick, before we get into this episode, believe it or not, I once again have to correct a couple things. I don't know how this is possible, but we don't understand social media. Before I get into that one, because that's going to take a bit longer. One, I want to apologize to all the Todds out there. We forgot to say bless you, Todd, at the end of the last episode. To be fair, it was the lying episode. We could have just chalked it up to us, like part of the lie being us forgetting to do that. Right, exactly. But, you know, you, 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 you like I just bringing felt bad. attention to I that. was leaving your house after we recorded it, and it hit me that we didn't do it. I'm like, oh, no. I know. He actually called me. Up like thirty half an hour later, he's like, "We didn't say bless you, Todd." Uh, I mean, we at least said Todd at some point at the beginning, but still, we did. We did. So I apologize for that. The other thing I need to correct is okay. I apologize for that. Too. Yes. So uh, just to be clear, I said at the end of the episode that there were two things that were true. Um, y- your job was to figure out which ones. Well, here are the two truths. Actually, one of the two truths turned out to be a lie. So I apo- an unintentional lie. Um, at the beginning of the episode, I talked about the melatonin thing. That was real. But the thing that became a lie unintentionally was we talked about our Twitter account. <sighs> I'm not going to say the name of the new Twitter account because for all I know, tomorrow we're going to change it again. Um, originally, our our Twitter account handle was at NB, uh, NB underscore cast. However, we realized through our findings that there was another Twitter account called at NVCast. It was like a bot. We talked about this. Yeah. Well, when you go to our link in our description and click on it, it sends you to that bot. It takes the underscore as a space. Is that correct? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's... Yeah, so we had to change it. it. So we had to change it because it was sending you to a bot. Who knows how many followers they could have gained from us? I Probably know. none. I'm sorry. We have two followers as, a far, as far as I know. Me... Not you I and my fiance. made one. Then follow it. I will eventually when I actually use Twitter. We would love for you guys to follow. I'm trying. If you have suggestions, okay, we've asked people to reach out to us. We haven't gotten any yet. You didn't have to tell them that. I know. I'm just, I'm putting you guys on blast. Reach out to us. I actually, I would like some suggestions on, on good ways for marketing. Because right now we're obviously, because we're, and by the way, 
look in the description. I didn't say this. Look in the description for our new podcast or our new podcast Twitter name because I'm not going to say it again because I'm just going to get it wrong again later down the road. Look in the description if you want to follow us on Twitter or Instagram. I'm not sure if we have the link for it. Uh, we have we have the links for our email, our Instagram, and our uh, Twitter. Twitter. Okay, great. All that will be in the description. Please check it out. If you want to follow us, it would be great. Um, we are trying our best to keep up with the social media stuff and posting when we can. Twitter is a little bit easier than Instagram because we're not very photogenic. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but we, we will try to update as much as we can. Please tweet us, email us, follow us, do all that stuff. Uh, it would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, plus an Instagram with me at the helm would probably be just the same picture of my computer desk over and over <laughs> yes. and over. Yes, yes, yes. I don't think that'd be uh, very I do, interesting. I do have one thing I want to bring up real quick. Yeah. Um, I'm wearing something. Oh, really? What am I wearing, Sheriff? Do you want to say or shall I? Too much if you ask me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> um, I'm going to put a winter jacket on. Good. And I'm going to leave this place. Well, how we, I can't do this alone. <laughs> I just run down the hallway. You do it on your own. And just start running out the door. I'm just like, um, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try calling Seamus. Oh, no, I can't. I can't call do that Sh- bit now. Oh, I can't call Seamus. Um, I'm wearing a t-shirt that I made. Not out of my bare hands. I asked a company to do it. To clarify, I don't think I would have been more this. impressive. If it would have been more impressive. stuck with it. This isn't story time, but I guess it is a little bit. It could be. Not necessarily. But this is a shirt that says, and I took a picture, and I will post it on Twitter and Instagram. Um, it'd be dumb if we didn't post it on Instagram. <laughs> We're just going to have to take our word for <laughs> yeah. it, literally. Um, but it's a picture of a t-shirt I made. It's a maroon shirt with gray words that say, bless you, Todd. And it says the nonsense, nonsensical brilliance podcast underneath it, like a tagline. And believe it or not, I am working on a logo. So eventually we're going to yes. have something yes. other than just the NB. Yeah, we're going to try to get a really good logo at some point. Um, but yeah, I made the shirt or I, I reached out to a t-shirt place here locally to make it. They told me, like I was on their website. I think I told you this off air maybe, but I'll say it anyway. I was on there and to get the, when I was trying to do it on their website, it was coming out to like 50 bucks for one t-shirt. I'm like, that is too much. So I contacted them and tried to talk to them on the phone to find out how much it would cost. She told me how soon would you need it? Would it be one color printed onto the shirt? I said, yes. She, and I said, it doesn't matter how soon I get it. She said, well, for 10 days, it'd be about $30. Which, to be fair, for a normal t-shirt that, with some kind of design on it, it'd be about $20, $25. Mm-hmm. $5 added for them to do something personalized like this isn't too bad. However, I contacted them at some point. Once It, it literally took three attempts for them to get the sizing right for the words. And they never contacted me on the third one. I had to reach out to them again like days later and said, hey... Haven't heard an update on the next, the most recent uh, adjustment I asked for. Reached out to me. I was like, I'm not going to say it again, so I'll just approve it. Paid for it. And then like four or five days come, about actually five or six days. And I haven't gotten any kind of update. So I called them and I said, hey, you know, this is, this is my name. This I have a shirt waiting. And so she told me, she looked it up. She said, okay, yeah, it should be available for pickup by Friday at four. I'm like, okay, great. And I said, by the way, did I, I don't know if I, I can check the email, but did I mention what shirt size? And she goes, uh, no, actually you didn't. I'm like, oh, well, it'd be 3XL. And then I told this to Katie and she goes, wait, how many days had it been? And she goes, I say, well, I don't know, like maybe six days. 
And she goes, so you're telling me that just now they're getting your shirt size. And I, I thought about it for a second and I go, that means why did they need 10 days? If they, what happened through day one through five? If they just are now getting my shirt size, why did they need 10 days, Sheriff? Don't stare at me like that. Why did they need 10 days? Listen, I'm not going to deign to understand the machinations of a t-shirt company. Maybe they have people there who are working on the shirt and they're like, wow, I really need a break. So, <laughs> so I'm going to take a couple <laughs> days off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have like a t-shirt union and they're like, oh, we, we got we to take a 10 day break now. Just for this guy. Can shirt, I just, I'm just going to point out, this is going to be a little insight to the podcast behind the scenes. Hopefully this podcast won't take too much longer because I can't find my wallet. I'm hoping it's in my car. <laughs> I'm pretty I sure it is. So Hopefully too. it didn't fall out of my pocket in the rain. Oh, no. Well, we're just going to have to wait and find out. <laughs> I'm not pausing the episode for my wallet because I do this for you, Todds. We do this for you. Hopefully my everything in my wallet is destroyed by the rain. Or someone picked it up and ran off with it. I did. Or maybe it just... Oh, wait. No, it's on the floor. It's right there. <laughs> I picked it up. Nice. I was struggling to pick it up from all the wiring around me. Ladies and gentlemen, we just went through a quite a tale trying to find my wallet. And um, I appreciate you guys being on this journey with me. Let me give it a 6 out of 10. 6 out of 10. 6 I'll out take of 10. It. IMDB. It. It's on your bed now. I can't forget it. Thank you. No, thank I'm going to take it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen... I have a special surprise for you. Ooh, I love surprises most of the time. I'm going to give you a real story because that's not, that doesn't suffice as story time. Me talking about a shirt that took way too long to make. For me, just me. Maybe we'll start selling these shirts at some point. If you want shirts, reach out to us. I certainly want one. I'm definitely going to get one of those. So if I'm wearing it and I'm a trendsetter, then you're you guys are definitely good. Shut up. You're they didn't have tr- to know that. You're they wearing, didn't have to know that. You're wearing a t-shirt, gym shorts, and really poor, poorly designed sandals. They were cheap. <laughs> exactly. Listen, I am a frugal, financially smart, savvy kind of guy. And I dress like one who does not have a lot <laughs> of money. I dress like one. I dress like one person. <laughs> Guess who it is. I won't tell you. It's no one. Yes. I um, dress like a person who gets their fashion at Walmart, which is true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just, I, I only go there occasionally <laughs> nah, for I'm... special occasions. <laughs> um, now, I found no, these I'm... clothes on the floor outside of a Goodwill. <laughs> and I said, those are for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, they certainly fit okay, but I'm just... No, I think I actually am going to go now. <laughs> that was the saddest... Um, but no, I'm not going to let that suffice the story time. In fact, I have a real story. Awesome. Those are my favorite kind. Not only is it a real story, it's a special story. Oh, snap. Does this mean? Yes, it does. This is The Legends of Cody. It's back. Oh, yes. I've been waiting for this moment for a long time. The legends of Cody continue. Yes. I just want to say, first of all, 
What sort of story do you have in store that I'm not involved with? Fun fact, Cody, actually, I think we talked about this when I made my my first um, adjustments to things I said wrong. Cody actually listened to the Legends of Cody episode. Hooray, hurrah. Right? The legendary Cody yes. of legend. Yes. From the Legends of Cody. Now, I want to clarify something just out of my own personal decision here. Um, when I talk about the Legends of Cody, I want to make it very clear it like I wouldn't have these amazing stories if it wasn't for him. I'm very happy that he's in my life because yes, a lot of weird and silly things happened to me because of him. But I honestly, like looking back on a lot of these, I wouldn't change it for the world. Um, like you, he is one of my closest friends. Um, I consider you and him both and our friend Anthony like brothers. So I, <laughs> I tell these stories and I gave that amazing theme song in my opinion, because truly I think he is a legendary person. Um, and I hope you guys enjoy these stories. We're doing these very rarely because of how special they are. Um, and so I know I enjoy telling them. And I love looking back on these stories because of how how uh, crazy, how cool, and how awesome our journeys have been. Um, so anyway, this one is another camping one, believe it or not. I don't know why. I just wanted to really preface it with all that stuff. I just felt like it was a important segue i think it's really really fun and interesting how a lot of the stories from the legends of cody really take a place when you take the four of you guys or the three of you guys mm -hmm. and slap them out in the middle of nowhere yes it just yes. seems like the perfect catalyst for these shenanigans here's the thing i want to i want to there's something i should clarify too that i think that adds to this um this is how I describe you often to people. And I've described your, you like this to you as well. Yeah. I know I have. You're a very smart person. Aww. Incredibly intelligent. Aww. But you are sometimes like your common sense goes out the window. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know I'm right. Listen. <laughs> sometimes. Let's take care of this okay. right here. Let me clarify. Right now. I'll clarify. Your common sense. like I will fight you. <laughs> Sometimes you forget you have your common sense in your pocket and you don't pull it out when you should. That's all I'm saying. In a good way. Them's fighting words, son. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> so in that sense, I want to I want to clarify about this with Cody. Because Cody, yes, may create these shenanigans that we should never have gotten into. He may be the cause of them. He also is a very intelligent and very smart person. But for whatever reason shenanigans and particularly Loki, the trickster God just follows him around <laughs> and causes these weird things. None of it is due to him and his personality or him and his, and the way he is. It's just like this stuff follows him wherever he goes. But you have to admit he is kind of like a do it for the lols kind of guy. Yeah, a little bit, just a little bit. I mean, I think especially as he's gotten older, I think you can tell he's starting to kind of try to, not, just mellow out a little bit. Yeah, he's just got a little, he, bit. a little bit more mellowed out. But I think because of him being married, having a home, I think he's kind of just... He still likes to have shenanigans and fun times and stuff like that. But I don't think he's going to go all out like you said. Like Yeah, he's definitely been a little bit more, a little bit more grounded as time goes on. But yeah, that, that happens which to the, everybody. But that happens, yeah, like you said, it happens to everybody. I think we've done that. But anyway... I just tend to stay grounded. I never got off the <laughs> You've ground. never been off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> which, um, ironically, I've never been on an airplane. Get it? Because ground. Okay. I. Why are you doing? You this? can leave now. You can leave now. <laughs> I, will I, leave. I won't blame you. You'll leave too. I'm gonna leave it. I'm. Just, I'm. I'm gonna press pause on the record. I'm just gonna let it go. <laughs> just silence. That'd be a good episode. <laughs> um. But anyway, so yeah, this this story revolves around camping. Um. We, me, Cody, 
and Anthony. This took place after our last story where we were camping in Frozen Head. So it's like the next episode. Yeah, technically it is. It kind of works out that way. I don't know what time of year it was. Cody was dating a woman, I won't name her, um, who wasn't his, who isn't his current wife. She was, to, very, to be very brief, was an interesting individual. <laughs> but anyway, they were dating, and at some point they found this diner. It was in... Um, Kind of close to oh, what's what's this the city? I shake my hands as jazz hands because I'm hoping it will knock loose the word I'm looking for. Begins with the H. It's near Kingston. Oh shoot, oh. Harriman maybe? Harriman. Yes. I love you. Um, <laughs> not that way. Oh, you 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 know you do. You you know it. We can just end this podcast here and just, you know. How about we just, we just get, need to give up on this whole thing. <laughs> this, this huzzah. Of, just, just, just strike it this out. This is the only reason we're doing the podcast so we can be together. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just strike out on our own. We'll forget the Todds. We'll forget every, the real Todd. And One day we're going to have a 45-year-old fan from Canada named Todd. And he will be the Todd. He will be the Todd. Sorry. Anyway, so we were in Harriman. And uh, I don't remember the exact locations of everything. There's a little park that we parked at. Now, Cody was telling me about this diner that they had found. Um, and it was like a really kind of mom and pop type diner. And it was like in a really, this place that was really close to a campsite. So him and his girlfriend at the time found it. And he was like, hey, we should go to this diner. We can go from the diner and we can walk to this campsite. And it'd be really close. And it'd be really cool. And so it did sound kind of cool. And so we were like, okay, let's do it. So either, I don't know if he just didn't tell me this detail or maybe he told me and I just forgot. I can't imagine I'd forget, but maybe I did because I don't have the greatest memory. Um, but he, we got to this park, <clears throat> excuse me, and he said, all right, we're heading this way. And we start walking on the road and I'm thinking, oh, at some point we're going to hit a trail. No, we start crossing this bridge that cars are driving past. We keep walking down this one road alongside the road. And I'm starting to think for a minute. I'm like, Cody, are we going to find this trail at some point? And he goes, oh, no, we have to walk along the road for a while. Okay. That so we're sounds... walk- Yeah, we're walking along the road for a while. <laughs> so you guys are, okay, so my, my mental image here is you guys are just walking along the side of the road yeah. with, like, bags and a backpack. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, should, I didn't clarify that. Thank you for stuff. bringing that up. <laughs> we had backpacks. You had your stuff with Not you pretty much. Not only did we have backpacks, but I was, I was actually carrying a legit backpacking backpack. Like a knapsack. Yeah, like, no, a huge thing. Oh. Like the ones that you see that kind of go over your head. Oh, so you're kitted out. I'm kitted out for like a real camping trip. I didn't know we were walking alongside the road. So I find this out. So these are four guys. Three. Kind of three guys. Oh, I forgot I wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just used to referring to us as the four guys. Yeah. It's, just, it's just the three. This time. Anyway, so these three guys yeah. walking along the side of the road. Uh-huh. Cars driving You got by. Cody. Yeah. You got you. Yeah. You got our buddy Anthony. Yeah. You guys are just walking along the side of that seems like it looks like we just ran away from home. Yes. <laughs> and how old were you guys at this time? Um, old enough to know better. Um, <laughs> that's a really good question. We were. It was before Katie, so it would have been before 2015. Um, so at least f- four or five years ago, so 1920. Oof, yeah. For me, I was about 19 or 20 years old. Yeah, I think maybe. 
Should have known just a yeah. tiny bit. So anyway, we start better. walking down this road. At some point, we see this river where a train is crossing the river. So it, it's lifted up above the road, right? And there's a road that goes underneath it. And there's a... Uh, the, tr- the train tracks go over the river. Oh, actually, I should clarify. Before we got to that point where the train tracks were, um, this van... While we were walking down this road, this van, like a legit shady, bad mother van, <laughs> pulled up in front of us and parked. Like it looked like it looked like torn down. Like it was it was rough looking. And we're like all kind of like okay, just stay calm. Like we were saying this to ourselves as we get close to the van because we're still walking in that direction. So it's not it's not the kind of van you think you'd take to soccer practice, huh? No. No, this is the one that they usually open up and say, hey, do you want some candy? Like that kind of thing. <laughs> the one that you might see surrounded with that yellow tape, huh? Right. Well, anyway, this woman rolls her window down, and she did not look her best either. Um, and she goes, hey, you know, where are you guys headed? And we're, like, talking about where, like, Cody tries to explain where we're headed and vaguely not giving her exact details where we were going. <laughs> oh, so we're going to be here about yeah, 4.15. Uh, if you want our cell number and our social security <laughs> I could email number. you my itinerary. Well, she goes at some point, she says, well... We have we have a campsite if you want to go to it. It's, you come up here and there's going to be a fork, and you're going to take the left, and we'll be up there if you guys want to stay there. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. So she drives off, and we all look at each other, and I'm like, we're not going left, right, guys? We're like, no, 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 no we're taking a right. <laughs> yeah. On one hand, I kind of want to say they were just trying to be nice because I like to believe I don't the believe best so. in people. I know, but I don't believe it. I think it was a shady thing. But yeah, on a more realistic note, probably yeah. was something. We would have died. You were going to be robbed. trapped. Yeah, you we might not died, have come out robbed. there. Yeah, we, I don't think we would have survived. You would have not had the, a lot of your stuff, probably. So then we... Now, Cody did explain to me at some point that there was a, like a quicker way to go. But we wound up doing it a different way. He didn't tell me exactly what the quicker way was at first. Or I didn't fully understand. Stop this. I'm going to explain what you just tried. You tried to take my phone and pop the thing on the back that's like a kickstand. It, Stop it. It's so fun and satisfying to do. In the middle of a podcast? Shut up. Anyway, so we then we get to the train tracks. We go underneath. Now, we start doing this loop of this road. Because this road starts to go up this mountain in kind of like a loopy kind of way. And we get up there. And I mean, we've been walking for a while. I'm, I'm speaking of it very short because there wasn't, besides from the van, the bridge that we saw, not much happened in between. A cop did drive by us, didn't stop. I kind of wish we had stopped then <laughs> to be like, hey, you know, I need help. Tell us where there to was go. a lady in a van. Yeah. Well, we got to this. We got to this area where there was a lot of houses, right? And it started leveling out. We were getting kind of worn out. We had been walking. Honestly, if I had to estimate, and it's been a while, so it's hard to say how long we were walking for. But we were walking for at least. Honestly, I think at this point maybe a little over an hour i think 40. so this is cody's shortcut no and i cannot uh, no, like no 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 the shortcut was something different oh, okay but so i didn't know different. this at the time i'll explain it in a minute but no this was about i'd say 45 minutes to an hour i think of us walking it was like we were walking for quite a while we get to this area where we we literally stop our bags at the side of the road next to this mailbox this house had a long driveway up this hill where their house was we were right next to their mailbox. Multiple <laughs> times while we were sitting there, we could see people looking outside the window, coming outside, kind of looking at us and going back inside. Because there was just three guys hanging out by their mailbox. And to give you a better explanation, not only is it three guys with backpacks, but one of them, Cody, was wearing a, like a very blue, like light blue, band, like almost like a powder blue bandana. 
And he's like just sitting there laying back with his hands behind his head, like relaxing on the ground next to their mailbox. I'm standing there asking, well, how much further is it? He goes, it's not that far. It's just a little while further. So let's just camp out in front of this random house for a while. <laughs> yeah, well, we were resting. Um, but at one point he did mention that near this, um, near this diner was a, like a green um, old bridge that was no longer in use. So what I started doing was I started flagging down cars because we were like wondering like how close we really are because we felt like we had been walking the distance that he had told us we were. And because he probably estimated how long he thought of a walk it would be. I'm not totally sure if he knew. But anyway. But Cody's not... His estimations like when applied to us... No, when I say estimation though, I mean I don't think he looked at the map and looked and said, okay, this is how long it is. I think he just... He probably thought of drive time like when he drove to the diner. And tried to multiply that by how long he thought it would take to walk it. Which is not like bad. It's just that I think maybe he just... It's a really roundabout way to do it. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, that's how most of our camping trips go. I, I've just stopped questioning it. I, I don't know why. I just let it happen. But anyway, so I start... Flying. This is how the shenanigans... That's how you keep having the shenanigans. Okay, Loki <laughs> was the reason why he didn't look at a real map. I don't know what you want me to say. I can't explain why he did it or how he did it. Well, you're questioning the the wrong person. See, we're gonna we're gonna need to get him on sometime and ask him about them shenanigans and how. Anyway, continually can I continue the story. You're Go on. you're sidetracking it. I can't help it. So anyway, I I have actually started flagging down cars or trying to flag down cars and ask them if they know where this green bridge is. The first three cars say no. They have no idea. I'm like, okay, well, do you know where a diner this diner is? Like a mom and pop diner? No, no idea. Then one car we stopped and it was like a guy who looked like Santa Claus, <laughs> big uh, older guy, chubby white beard. And I asked him and he acts like he doesn't know what we're talking about. And he goes, Oh, you guys are in the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> and I slowly turn back at Cody and I say, really? <laughs> so he starts laughing. He thinks it's hilarious. Um, and he keeps trying to make me feel bad in the sense, not, not feel bad. He tries to give me crap by saying, like, I'm asking, I keep asking, like, why don't we just turn back, get back to the cars, then we can drive to this diner and, like, I will buy you your meal and we can go to this campsite. I will buy your meal if you let us drive back and then drive to just it. Just let this end. Let it end. <laughs> So he, he keeps telling me when I keep asking him, he was like, well, I guess if you want to ruin the adventure, if you want to wait and you know, not have an adventure with me or something. I'm like, it's not that I don't want an adventure. We're lost. We don't, <laughs> we don't know where we are. Just stop and ask for directions, honey. So, no, we got an adventure. So he finally concedes to that deal where I'll buy his meal. So we turn around and we start heading back. Did to bribe him with food. Bribe him with food. Nice. So we get back close to where the... Um, where that bridge was and he goes hey by the way like we start talking i'm like he we said at some point i don't know who brought it up maybe it was him or anthony i'm not sure about like walking up the steep what well, didn't look that steep but turned out to be a very steep hill up to where the train track was because you know like i said the the train track was above the road and then went across over the river and we're like well maybe if we go along the train track it'd be a bit quicker than going along the road like we did. Wait, and this train track goes over what again? Well, in one direction, it goes over the river and the road that we just walked on and then goes in this direction. The other way, which is where we decided to go, heads back in the direction we were going. So okay, we, so you didn't try to take the train tracks over a river? Well, no. But what we did find out when we got to the top, and I'll jump ahead. Well, no, I don't want to jump ahead. So anyway, 
we'll get to that. We get over there, Anthony or Cody actually, because we don't know how bad it's going to be. This hill that the train is on or the tracks are on is looks like it could be hard because it's gravel. Well, Cody goes up and climbs easily. And if he can climb it easily, me and Anthony feel comfortable enough to try to do it. So we get over to the to the little hill and it becomes much steeper than it was further away. <laughs> like <laughs> real steep. And it's gravel. So each of us have a sleeping bag that we're carrying, not only with our bags. So Anthony gets some help from Cody with the bags and exchanging it up. And then uh, Cody is ready to get my bags. So I get my backpack or my, excuse me, my sleeping bag and I toss it up to him. Well, I miss him just barely. So he tries to grab it and then starts sliding down the gravel, like all like a cat, like on a tree, starts <laughs> sliding down the gravel, just going, no. <laughs> I can totally see that in my head. Sliding down the gravel rocks next to me. Because <laughs> he, he had to go back down anyway to get the sleeping bag. So I slowly try to get up. It was very difficult, but I finally got up. And I start asking him. I'm like, I was saying something like, I wonder, I think I said something along the lines of, I wonder where that train track goes. And he goes, oh, that was my original plan. And I go, what? Oh, really? And he said, yeah. He goes, yeah, my original plan was for us to cross over the river through the, on the train tracks. That was his shortcut. Wait wait a minute. So I said to him, have you seen the movie Stand By Me? Which I don't, I don't think you have. In that movie, there's a scene where they try to cross the train tracks, and a train is coming. And they're in the middle of the river, of, above the river. So they have to start booking it because the train's coming. The train's not going to stop. Do they, do they fall off and die? Spoiler alert, even though it's a really old movie. No, they uh, were able to make it across just in time. I haven't seen the movie. Then why did you ask? That's fair. Anyway, so um, I found that out and got very irate at him. I was like, are you serious? I would not have made it. I would have had to jump in the river if a train came because my backpack was so heavy and there was no way I could have run that. So we kind of hang up at the top of that for a little bit. Cody, we have made a, uh, a nickname for him. I don't know if I can repeat it here because we're trying to make this podcast a bit clean. We have a funny nickname. The short nickname for Richard. Yeah, yeah. And then Vanity. Because A fun it, fact, this podcast is listed as explicit on iTunes oh, for some reason. Oh, is it still? I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, we, have we, it could be the Seamus stuff. No, it's just a setting I have to turn off. I've turned it off multiple times. I just don't know why it keeps showing up. But anyway, so uh, we call him short nickname for Richard and then Vanity because uh, sometimes he can be a short nickname for Richard to us. Not purposely, but just as a joke. And then we call him Vanity because he likes to take pictures, or he used to. Oh, yeah. He, he even had a way. point where he would have, he had, had me take th- maybe three or four pictures of him on the railroad track looking in the opposite direction. And I was like, okay, all right, that's all right, enough. This is, this, is, this is getting a little bit a little, much. A bit of a white girl right now. <laughs> well, anyway, so we're hanging out there. Anthony is standing. I'm sitting, and Cody is standing. All of a sudden, we hear a train coming towards the river it's like coming towards it's coming this direction it's a stand by me situation well we weren't going to go that direction though that's the point the way back was away from the river but anyway i hear the train so i grabbed my stuff and i kind of moved to the side because i like we were far enough away from where we were standing that we didn't have to worry about the train but i was like freaking out in my head so i moved my back off to the side and i kind of go off the ledge that we just climbed up so i'm away from the train i look up anthony doesn't move he is literally standing 
maybe two feet away from where the tracks were and the train's coming and just driving by him and he's super close just doesn't care well before the train actually got there i look over at cody now this is from my point of view from my point of view what i saw was him grabbing the bag his bag and what looked like he okay i'm trying to see if i can explain this so imagine if you're looking at a compass from my point of view i am south anthony is uh northeast of me cody is west of me okay this is an audio podcast, so I have to explain so people realize it. So I look to my left, and it looks like Cody grabs his bag and then jumps butt in the air like he's sitting <laughs> and then slides down the gravel in a different direction into a bunch of trees. And from my point of view, I just see the back of him waving his arms side to side in the air. It's <laughs> like a cartoony. Yeah. <laughs> just waving and slowly his him and his bandana slide into the trees and disappear. I start laughing, of course, but then I try to get Anthony's attention, which it's impossible to hear with the train being that close to us. But I kept yelling at him, do you see Cody? Can you see Cody? Because, sure, I laughed because of the arm waving, but also I had no idea if he was okay. I didn't know what happened to him. So all of a sudden I keep asking and he can't hear me. He just refuses to get closer so he can hear me. I all of a sudden see from the corner of my eye a blue bandana appear and it's him slowly climbing up the cliff like Mufasa from from Lion King. <laughs> One arm at a time slowly climbing up the gravel rocks. Help me! <laughs> yeah, that's how it felt. And of course I start dying laughing even more. Well, he explained to me he didn't jump off. He tried to move his bag and his bag was so heavy that it yanked him and pulled him off. Oh my God. So that's what actually happened. And apparently he got down to the very bottom. I like to, and hit oh, climb all the way back and up? Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God. So anyway, the train leaves. Funny story. It turned out I had a hole in my pocket in my shorts because uh, I used to work landscaping, especially during this time. So this actually would have been between 2012. Uh, it would have been, we would have been younger then. Because I was only in landscaping for a short time, so it would have been 2012, actually. Mm. So it would have been just after high school, beginning of college. So 18-ish, close to 19 then. I see. So still old, but, you know, a little, so bit, I, little bit young I'm enough learning. For I'm learning as the story goes. Well, anyway, I had a hole in my pocket because I used to have pruners from when I was working landscaping that I put in my pocket. Well, I put the sharp end down first because I'd always stab myself. So it was like, ah. I'll just put it the opposite way. Right. So I created a hole in my pocket or my pants. Well, at some point, I realized I can't find my phone. And my phone apparently fell out through that pocket. Oh, God. And we thought maybe it fell down the, the hill from the gravel, like when I was holding on when the train was driving by. So Cody, go, Cody goes down the gravel to look for it. And I find it sitting on the top level somewhere near the train tracks. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Cody, you went down there for no so reason. So you forced him down again. Yeah. So then he, uh, he yells at me for that and climbs back up. Well, then we wind up walking down the train tracks. All of a sudden, we find this little tunnel of like a drain tunnel for water. And pretty much what it looks like, it goes um, almost in a seven shape um, where it goes straight and then looks like it just drops down. And Cody was like, oh, we should go through there. I'm like, I am not going through there. I look him dead in the eyes. I'm like, you can go by yourself. (laughs) I'm not crawling through a drainage pipe. See, I was a little iffy when you told us to go on the train tracks, but this... This sewer this thing. This is too far. It crosses the line. So then once again, he holds over my head. Well, I guess you just don't like adventures. <laughs> no, I don't like getting cholera from a sewer pipe. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, we keep going. It takes quite some time. We finally get back to the cars or the, his car. 
So we hop in, we start driving down the same road that we took that we were walking, exact same way. And we drive and we finally get it's funny, he I think he told us when we were at the mailbox, I'm not positive about this number, so I can't I can't be hundred percent sure. I think he told us we had like three or four miles left to go. I think. So once we got to that point, we started driving and we kept track of the miles from that point. Once we got to that mailbox, we kept track of how many miles it took. About three or four miles, we're still driving through windy roads of nothingness. I'm like, hmm, three or four miles, huh? And we'd get there just in time. Oh, my God. Well, we finally (laughs) see two people walking and we stop by, roll our window down and try to ask them, do you know what we're talking about? No idea. We drive to the very end and we finally get to this point where there's two ways you can go. You can either go left, which takes you onto the interstate, or you turn right. And guess what happens when you turn right? It's blocked off because of falling debris. So you can't even drive back there. Oh, great. (laughs) So for all I know, it was back there. And so to this day, I don't believe that that thing ever existed. We wound up driving to a buffet Chinese place. I bought his meal. and (laughs) And we ate Chinese food and went back to his grandparents' house. And like I think slept in either the bonus room or the second uh, home, the garage. Oh, right. I know what you're talking about. Or the treehouse. I don't remember which. But anyway, uh, it it wasn't the treehouse. We only did the treehouse that one time, which we'll save that for another day. But yeah, so literally we tried to find this campsite, tried to find this diner, never find it. All these shenanigans that happened in between the train, the creepy woman, the almost crossing the river apparently. Um, us never finding the diner, dude. It sounds like one of those one of those stories about like El Dorado or Atlantis or yeah. something like well, this promised okay. land that you're so trying Cody, to find. Cody did tell me recently that he he says that him and our friend Taryn found that diner recently. Not like recent, recent. Oh like, yeah, maybe, sure. Maybe, yeah. yeah, that's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> Until I see this diner, I don't believe it exists. But it was just it was so insane. Like my favorite part about it is the whole train sequence. But the whole thing. I mean, that's the thing. At the time, I was, dude, I was, I hated everything because of the, all, as much walking as we did, I hated everything. As you know from another story that you were a part of when you went on that camping trip with us. Yeah. The walking aspect of it was horrible and I hated every moment of it. Looking back on it, it's a fun story to tell, especially when I thought Cody literally jumped. Like it looked honestly midair, like his butt was in, like almost like SpongeBob, like a cartoon level. <laughs> like he jumped in the air and was like seated already and then just lands and slides down into nothingness. I cannot have been comfortable, by the way. Probably not. I just like the idea it turned out his bag was just too heavy that it swung and brought him down with him. Physics is a very cruel mistress. It's a cruel mistress. Well, anyway, that's been The Legends of Cody. I hope it wasn't too all over the place, but. To be fair, that is what happens in these stories. They're all over the place. It really, like, you can't really blame him either. No, not at all. It's not It's not as if he's really, really at fault here. He's just no, kind of doing he, it for the adventure of it. He, yeah, he is just trying to have an adventure, which is great by me. Because honestly, like, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have any kind of stories like this. It's just like, part of what makes him legendary. Yeah, it's what makes him so awesome and so cool. Like, he's... Like I've, I've said this at the beginning, I'll say it again. He's one of the closest people in my lives. And it's because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have half the fun or half the stories I'd be able to tell. Because he, even when we go and hang out with him at his house or something like that, like he's by far one of the most fun people that I have, including you, obviously. <laughs> yeah. He's by far one of the most fun people to have in someone's life. If, you're, if you are a friend of Cody's, you know how cool he is. You know how fun, how fun he makes everything in general. So... But yeah, no, I, I don't. And it's just—it's just, just a coincidence that he happens to be the least favorite child of Loki himself. Yes, he is the least favorite <laughs> child of Loki. Loki, for whatever reason, has cursed him um, to never have good luck. 
but he's okay with it. He's he's absolutely. We used to joke. I don't. You remember this? We used to joke when we were in high school that he'd be the first one to die of all of us <laughs> for some reason. It's yeah. not going to be normal. But that's the funny thing is that now we've kind of changed our tune. Now we believe he'll either be the last to die or live forever because Loki will just constantly make him suffer this world and never get to go into a, a better place afterwards. That's right. And then he'll be doomed to forever live through the shenanigans. All over but again. Never, never see that sweet release. <laughs> never see that sweet. <laughs> oh man! We've always joked, Poor Cody. We've always joked that like Cody and I, our lives. He, he's worse than I am, but I seem to get bad luck too. But not as bad as him. I think maybe he could be a cause of it. But who knows? Maybe Loki sees me hanging out with him. Cody he's is like, his own bad luck charm. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, we've always joked about how like we would be, and this is a bit dark, but we would always joke about. Um, we would be in a town that was like getting like bombed or something. And we would be just on the outside of where like the smoke and debris comes right up to our feet. And we're like, whew, man, that was close. And then we turn around and walk in dog poop immediately. We're like, ah, <laughs> come on. That's our lives. It's, it's never, it's, our lives are never super, especially him. Nothing super bad happens. Now he's had some house issues recently. We'll get into that another day. But besides from that, as far as I'm, as long as I've known him, he's never had something super horrendously happen to him. It's always little stuff that just build. Yeah, it's just like these, they can really be classified as inconveniences, but. Really, yeah. It's just the uncanny nature of it's, these inconveniences that make him legendary. Usually when he calls me, he's about to tell me something new. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> it's always a fun time when you see Cody's name pop up on the ID. Absolutely. Huh? Anyway, so you have a topic for us today. Now that we've ta- <laughs> talked about Cody enough. You have a topic for us. Yeah, and it seems like... I don't know if it can really even hold a candle to what we just talked about, but... Is it a candle in the wind? Well, now it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, well, what, I, what I was thinking we talked about is... Uh, well, last episode I mentioned I was kind of into the idea. We kind of kind of got into a riff about talking about dreams and such. Yeah. And so I figured, you know what? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about some sure. of the weird dreams we've had. And yeah, that that leads into what I was talking about last episode with the melatonin. How I've had exactly, really strange exactly. dreams because of it. And I've always been interested in that sort of realm of the brain. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's interesting because your mind is creating these things that, like, whether you've seen them before or not, your mind is creating these images, like a almost like a projector, playing in your own head while you're asleep. Yeah, and it's all it's all synthesized directly. You're not directly experiencing them, but your mind is still creating them within mm. this cycle of REM sleep. And while it might seem like it's like I've had a dream once that felt like it took over the course of like a month, but yeah. most dreams occur within five to like seven minutes, yeah. according to some sources that I've read. Now that a lot of I people remember right now. <laughs> <laughs> now, from my my understanding. Most dreaming happens in REM sleep. Is that correct? Exactly. Yeah. And if people and aren't that's aware, the deepest, the de- it's the deepest. Like sleep usually occurs in a couple of phases. There's any REM sleep, which is non-REM sleep, and then REM sleep. And REM stands for rapid eye movement. And uh, this is the stage in which your body does all of its recuperation work. The part that you're kind of getting your body back in yeah, ready shape. Exactly. For ne- the next exactly. Day. And um, that's why REM sleep is so important. And if you're an insomniac like I was for a while, it can really ruin your, your, you know, your energy level and make you more prone to sickness, all sorts of stuff, which is why it's super important. But the cool thing about this, this stage of sleep is that you also get these weird 
neurological slash psychological phenomena we call dreams. And the fact is there, <laughs> they can be freaking weird sometimes. Yeah, seriously. Except in my case, for some reason. Why is that? Um, I don't know why, but first of all, I don't dream a ton. I've had a ton yeah. of problems for, with sleep for like almost 10 years now. Really? And um, <laughs> when I on the rare occasion that I do dream and then remember it, because most of the time you... You do have a dream, but a lot of people have difficulty remembering them, but they do happen. Um, but the times that I do remember them, it's like something really, really commonplace. Like one of the best examples is one time I had a dream where I had literally went downstairs and made a sandwich and then woke up. I didn't even get to eat the sandwich. My brain didn't even let me have that. I went through all the work of making this sandwich. Yeah. I didn't even get to enjoy it. That's but that's, that's the kind of stuff my brain does. See, I, some of the dreams that most um, memorable dreams, because I don't remember a lot of my dreams. Yeah, I've got, I got, <clears throat> excuse me, I've got three dreams that I remember from. I remember my earliest dream I could think of as a kid, like a little kid, and I remember two dreams that I had when I was in high school, maybe freshman year, roughly. My first dream when I was that I can remember was we were living in Scotland at the time. Um, so I would have been maybe three or four when this happened. And I remember the dream was black and white. We oh, were really? A, we were in a white room, completely blank of nothingness. There was a door, a very large door. And there were a bunch of people lined up in this line trying to get into the door. And they were all kind of, they weren't people generally. There, there were some people, but mainly kind of creatures goblins stuff like that like very very unusual looking people and each one would single file open the door go inside shut the door and then the next person and i was in this line for whatever reason and i kept trying to ask people around me like where like even as a four three or four year old i was even like where am i like what what, are, what is happening and then finally before it's like a natural response well yeah but like it, like i'm trying to have conversations with people are they all goblin people or they're all strange looking creatures like I, I can't even explain what they look like fully but everything was black and white including me and then we get to the door and all of a sudden i'm the next one the person in front of me goes in shut door shut then i look at the door and all of a sudden the door swings open wide and a giant green like bubbly like horrifying looking creature's hand grabs me and drags me into the door shuts and i wake up what the hell <laughs> yeah man i remember like i can i can picture it right now everything I, I can't even fully explain it like better but i can i can still remember that that dream it's like that's one of the most vivid dreams that i can even remember from that age two shorter dreams i had one was i had apparently fallen asleep on the couch watching tv and i was doing like an infomercial with or no it wasn't an infomercial it was like a a like almost like a cnn or fox news i was like, about to say if you had a dream about phil swift or something no no no. it was a cnn uh fox news kind of like interview and i was interviewing abraham lincoln but like during today's times kind of thing oh shoot we i don't just, think you would be impressed we were just having good conversations and everything and all of a sudden i woke up and i looked at the tv and it was an infomercial for those like large like abraham lincoln special coins I mean, maybe cell phones would impress him I like how you just you, go you ahead. ruined the punchline of what happened. You're go ahead. Talking <laughs> over me because you're thinking about cell phones. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I woke up and on the TV was an infomercial for one of those limited edition coins that had like an Abraham Lincoln thing to it. And so it was like a, one of those things. So I woke up and it was Abraham Lincoln on the TV literally in front of me. That's interesting because dreams usually occur in like the 
close to the end of a sleep cycle, which is right. close to the end of REM sleep, maybe maybe your dream was slightly influenced by what you were hearing subconsciously. I think, I think so. I think maybe because you know how those infomercials last for a while. Sometimes oh, yeah, they have like if it's that late at night, it could be like the whole thirty minute like time slot. But yeah, I, I think that I think that's what happened because I like I think that happens too. I think your dreams can be influenced by things because there are people who talk in their sleep. There are people who do things in their sleep, and I think those actions can be um, some people affected things in the core. <laughs> yeah, sleeping. I think we talked about that in the spoopy episode, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, we did. So people, you can probably influence people through their dreams by talking back to them or telling them to do things. So I, yeah, I, I think I think the sleep can be affected in certain ways like that. Sorry, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I mean, I have not done as much research as I would like to have done. Right. Um, but I just think it's an interesting topic to talk about, yeah, even if you yeah. don't know all the facts about dreaming and what it's like. I'm just talking about this in particular. Oh, like, right. Sorry. Yeah. Just like suggestion in sleep like close mm. to the end of it seeing if you can influence people's dreams i feel like they have to be in a really deep sleep to be able to be influenced properly. exactly that's what rem sleep is the deepest level of sleep right um one thing that i've never really gotten the grasp of but i've heard is becoming a little people are becoming a little bit more successful with it is lucid dreaming you heard of that right yeah i don't know how to do that like people talk about the whole idea is like lucid dreaming is pretty much like you're in a dream and you realize that you're in a dream and then you can influence the dream however you want and you can do whatever you want in this lucid dreaming. I have tried looking up information on how to do it. I can't. I don't know how. I have I've no seen idea. that there are some scientific articles that have like actual evidence-based knowledge that it's possible um, to do. Yeah, re like regarding this and actually studying what the brain does in situations like these, seeing if the brain waves differ um, with regular dreaming and lucid dreaming. Yeah. Um, but I. Honestly, I cannot remember the source. I wish I could link it in the description or something, but yeah. I don't know. If, if I do find it and I come across it, I will definitely put it in the description of this video just so you can guys check it out. Um, but it's super interesting because that really, really fascinates me because when you have a bit more control agency over your actions yeah. in, a, in, in, a, in a dream, which is an unconscious state, I mean, I, I have to imagine that brainwaves would be at least slightly different. Yeah. I mean, because you're still in a dream state. You're in that REM sleep state. Because your brain is starting to be more active if you're trying to do something, right? I would yeah, imagine. Or, or for all I know, it could be completely the same, except yeah. that the decision-making sequences in the dream are actually controlled by you, which would make them still a dream, yeah. except that you're making the decisions almost consciously. It's hard, it's hard to say, because... Sleep and, and, and dreaming is such a... I don't know if it blurs the line between consciousness and, and being asleep, well, do as you, it were. Do you have any kind of, like, knowledge on, like, sleepwalking and sleep talking? Like, what causes the brain to still use those motor functions while it's in a deep sleep? Well, I guess... I, I, I haven't done the research on that, like I said. But what I can imagine is that because those things are... Um, walking and talking are skills that are autonomous which means that you don't really have to think about it. They can be it subconscious. Yeah. It just depends on the amount of, I guess, inhibition that the brain has during mm -hmm. this sleep time. And if the brain is not completely inhibiting the parts of the brain, uh, like the motor centers of the brain, you could get some sleepwalking or the language centers. You could get some speaking. Well, it, based on how intense the dream is or something, I have no clue. Do you think it could be caused by like restlessness maybe? Restlessness in what sense? Like, like, you know how people talk about, like, they they move a lot in their sleep, like, in their bed themselves, just, like, moving around because they seem a bit restless. Now, that's tough because that could be either a symptom or it could be the cause. Like, if you move a lot, it's possible that that is the precursor or it could be just a symptom of it. Yeah. 
like you could sleepwalk because you're restless or you are restless because you sleepwalk or yeah. vice versa. I do have a friend who can, who sleepwalks. My coworker, uh, Clint. Oh yeah. Um hello Clint. Hey. Um <laughs> so he has he's told me a part of what causes him to sleepwalk is when he has a, a ton of sugar in his system. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Like if he gets a lot of sugar right before bed or something like that. A lot of excess energy, yeah. Right, then then that can cause him to sleepwalk. So I wonder if if certain people if they just don't burn enough energy throughout the day, like you're saying, like if that could cause that too. But but it seems like sometimes it's like a symptom to people. Like it doesn't seem like it's caused by a specific thing, but it just happens. Maybe it's just different for different people. I, Like I said, I have to look into the research yeah. of that. I w- like if we have like a, ever a podcast has like a part two. Yeah, this would I definitely, definitely I would definitely would want definitely to go and do it. some research and come at it from like a more scientific angle. Can I also explain? I do have a short story. I, I do have an, uh, a sleepwalking story that happened to me personally. Oh, nice. I've never had one, so I'm curious. It's very interesting. And she denies it. My sister, she denies it thoroughly, but it's true. I, I, will, I will stand by this till I die. We went to a cabin, not cabin, excuse me, a beach house uh, that uh, some friends of ours from our church let us go to, that they owned, and they would let us, like, tell them what dates we wanted to go, and we'd, we'd get to go stay for a couple of days in Hilton Head. No, not Hilton Head. What's the other beach? Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach. Myrtle yeah. Beach. Ha-ha! And so we called it the shack because it was kind of, I, it was really nice. Let me clarify that. It was a really nice beach house for what it was, but it was surrounded by those, like, two or three story beach houses oh, surrounding right. it because somebody tried to buy their property, but their parents who owned it um, didn't want to sell and wanted to keep it. They could have made a lot of money, I think from what I understand. But anyway, that's the point. So we were staying there. My mom and dad stayed in the downstairs uh, bedroom. My sister and I had our own bedrooms upsta- upstairs and she was in her room. I was in my room. I was p- watching something like a DVD. I think it was house or something. I was playing a game or something. How long ago was this? Um, high school for sure. It was definitely in high school. Makes sense. You people um, don't watch DVDs anymore, do you? <laughs> I did have a DVD player. Uh, anyway, I can't remember the last time I've actually watched DVD outside of you bringing one. Lord of the Rings, remember? No, that's not what I was thinking. I was trying to think about me doing it. I don't know, but anyway, so I was sitting there, and all of a sudden, I hear, I hear like some creaking, and I look back at the door frame. Because my door was partially open, I think. And it was my sister, and she was in my room. And I go, Megan, what you? Like, this is kind of late at night. Even though, like, it was, you know, I usually stay up at night on weekends and, and stuff because uh, I'm a night owl. So I look back, and I'm like, Megan, what are you doing? I thought you were asleep. And she goes, I'm looking for Marcus. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm here. And she goes, no, 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 not you, the other Marcus. What? And I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, I'm trying to find the other Marcus. And I'm like, how about you just go back to bed and we can discuss it tomorrow? She goes... Okay, and then like leaves my room and goes back to sleep. That's that's kind of chilling. <laughs> it wasn't like she didn't say it in a chilling way. She was just like, "I'm looking for the other." Like very just simply, the, the matter of fact nature of yeah. it. Yeah, and I told her about this the next day, and I've said it to her multiple times, and she denies that I that, that ever happened. I'm like, "How do you know you were asleep? I wasn't. I saw it." Yeah, I think, it's weird. I think sleepwalkers rarely, rarely have a recollection of what I don't think they. they like, I don't know ever. how they would. Yeah, I know. Like, I, even because I, I don't think they see it as a dream. I think it just because you know, like we've talked about forgetting dreams very easily. A lot of people forget their dreams the next morning. I think it could be in a similar sense that maybe they do see it as a dream, but by the time they wake up, they don't remember it because it just goes out. I definitely have to do a bit more research into it. Now, I, I had a little thing I wanted to do. 
I told oh, yeah, you yeah. about that since we were talking about dreaming. I thought this was interesting. A lot of people say that there are meanings um, behind people's dreams. That like every everything that happens in a dream has a specific meaning. Right. So this website is called dreammoods.com. If you have the desire to check it out yourself, I can't back up anything that they say on their website. I assume that they've done the research through other people who interpret dreams to be able to put this into a little dictionary. Does it look like it's like a, a for fun website or uh, I haven't seen it just for the record I don't know if for, I'd you, say for you a guys for fun website. It looks like somebody put time into doing it. It doesn't feel like Wikipedia or something like that. Um, but anyway, so they have a bunch of letters. What I was going to do was I was going to have you give me a letter. I was going to start scrolling and then I was going to have you to tell me stop and whatever word I land on. I'll explain what that would ha- like what that could interpret meaning in a dream if it happens to you. Does that make sense? So this could be like any letter. Any letter. So just pick A through Z. Go ahead and pick. We'll, we'll, we'll go through this. I'm going to use my name. S. S. Okay. We'll just do this a couple times. This yeah. could be interesting. It could be horrible. <laughs> um, Very good preface. Yeah. All right. Ready? I'm going to start scrolling. Go on, go and on, go stop. On. Stop. I said stop. Scald. Scald. Ugh. Yes. Here we go. I hate burns. To get scalded in your dream implies that you were being emotionally distant. Something drastic needs to happen in order for you to react or respond. Huh. That's very interesting. Okay, so on this same note, let's do something that's actually happened to me. See if you can sure. find sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Okay, fine. We'll look for sandwich. I'm very curious. See yeah. what this means that I, I, I don't know. I'm going to get $4 million. Sand, sandcastle, sand dollar, sand dune, sandal, sandbag, sandbox, sandpaper, sandstorm, sandwich. Yes. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) That was my poor attempt at a fake cough. To see a sandwich. Did you see the sandwich? I made the sandwich. I birthed it. It was a very good sandwich. It was a very good looking sandwich. To see a sandwich in your dream suggests that a lot of pressure and stress is being put on you. It also reflects your ability to do two things at once. Alternatively, (laughs) a sandwich is just a sandwich sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that the best. Oh, man. (laughs) Let's get this whole thing. It could mean you have pressure, you have stress on you. It reflects you also can do two things at once. Also, it could just be a sandwich. Could just be... (laughs) And, and, and let's not forget, this is literally the only thing that happened in the dream. Was it a fish sandwich? No. Okay. Was, I think it was a There's peanut butter and jelly fish, sandwich. Fish sandwich in this too. I think it was a peanut butter jelly sandwich. But <laughs> look, look, see if you can find stairs, because that was the only other thing. I went stairs. down the stairs. Uh, I think. I Please go analyze to... this dream for me. I would love to. Um, could you pay me? No. Mm. I can give you a high can five. I, can I? Before we do that. What? I just this was the first part of the this part of the s spanking what to dream that you are spanking someone suggests that you need to work on your childish rage and tantrums so just so you know sounds sounds better i'll remember that next time i dream of 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 spanking how about just don't think of spanking yes (laughs) i'm kind of glad i don't remember my dreams at this point staircase yes or just stairs Yes, either one. I don't care. There's a lot more to stairs, but we'll do staircase first. Sure. To see a staircase in your dream symbolizes change and transformation. 
to dream of an incomplete staircase or steps missing from the staircase, did you? No, it was uh-huh. just a regular staircase. That implies that you are trying to move on to the next phase or stage without accomplishing all the necessary steps. You are trying to take shortcuts. Ah, that kind of makes sense. I can see yeah. that. So here's the long one for stairs. I mean, it's a lot. We may not read all of it. To dream that you're walking up a flight of stairs. You weren't walking up. I was right? walking down. Walking down. Here we go. To dream you were walking down a flight of stairs represents your repressed thoughts. You are regressing back into your subconscious. It also refers to the setbacks that you are experiencing in your life. If you are afraid of going down the stairs, then it means that you are afraid to confront your pressed emotions and thoughts. I was actually pretty... I wanted to go downstairs and make a sandwich. That's, that was my emotion <laughs> process. Yeah. Oh, I have another dream we can talk about. I can look this up while I'm telling it. Yes, do it. I had a dream that I did something that annoyed some clowns. I don't know what I did. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, I don't remember exactly what it was. Um, sorry, I'm trying to think alphabetically real quick. Okay. Um, yeah, I uh, I did some. I don't remember what it was to upset some clowns. However, I whatever happened caused me to go into the hospital. So I was sitting there with like cast on my arms and everything. And I was like... Dude, what did they do to you? No, no, they didn't do anything to me. Something I did though um, caused this. I don't, I don't know. But you all make of fun a sudden, of their car. I don't remember. I don't remember what I did, but all I remember is like the doctor was telling me. Also, you have some visitors, and so I look out the window because he, he kind of gestures towards the window. So I look out the window, and a little car pulls up, like legitimately, like a little clown car pulls up, <laughs> and a bunch of clowns get out, and they look up and they see me real angrily, and they're like marching their way, and I'm like, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> what? The I really need more context. Me. I don't. I don't remember. I need more context. Just, <laughs> just imagine them honking up the the hospital stairs. To see a clown in your dream symbolizes absurdity. That was fair. Yeah. Lightheartedness. Not fair. No. Nope. And a child is shy to your own character. Um, that was fair. What the about ca- angry clowns? Angry clowns. <laughs> There's thing clubbing. Oh, that means like clubbing is in like going to the dance club. Ah, no. I don't do that very often. I thought it meant like clubbing like... you know, Like, like clubbing did. seals? No, like clubbing uh, Martha, Martha Thatcher. <laughs> That's yeah. what I mainly meant. That totally happened. Yes, it totally. BT dubs. Totally happened. Um, okay, let's go do. Let's do a different letter. I want to do a random one again. Uh, no, 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 no. Let's try this one. Oh, do okay. apocalypse. Apocalypse. The dreams that I do remember um, often and often like concern either post-apocalyptic or apocalypse. Like the apocalypse is happening. The most recent one that I can remember involved me and half of my family um, escaping a nuclear apocalypse. Really? Yeah, and then. Most of the dream was me trying to track down the rest of my family. It was a very stressful situation. It's APA, isn't it? No, APO. APO. I'm an idiot. Or if you could find post-apocalypse. Here we go. Apocalypse. Yeah. To dream of the apocalypse signifies an emotional and dramatic change taking place within yourself. The dream may also indicate the end of one kind of of lifestyle and the beginning of another. It's very positive. It was it was it didn't feel that way. It didn't feel that way. <laughs> I'm sure it didn't. All right, give me another letter. It's fun because one of the times was one of the times I you know how I don't really like heights, right? Yeah. Um so one of the th- one of the things in the in the dream was I was climbing up a a destroyed uh like highway overpass, right? Yeah. Cuz I was trying to get to the top of it. Highway pass. Go yeah. Ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> now I was climbing up a bit and then I fell and then that was where the dream ended for that bit. Yeah. And I think I dreamed more of it 
later on. That's something else I want to talk about maybe in the next part when we when we attack this subject again. Uh, like I've always been fascinated by how you can go to sleep, yeah. dream something, wake up, and then just resume that dream. It is, yeah. Now I've done that before, but not very often. Yeah, where I've had this rare. moment where I dream fall back to sleep and I get right back into that dream. Usually it's a new dream starts or no dream at all. You know what? I'm Now that I'm thinking about it, even the nice dreams that I've had involved highway overpasses. Did so, they really? Let's go yeah. back to highway then. One of the nice dreams I had was like I was having a picnic with a very old friend of mine who I hadn't seen in a very long time. Um, and we were under, we were in a meadow that was under a highway overpass. And I remember thinking it was really weird that this meadow was under a highway overpass. Yeah. To see a highway in your dream represents your sense of direction and your life's path. Well, what about under it? Because we were under it. <laughs> um, okay, let me look. To see an elevated highway in your dream. Sure, life, let's go with that. Implies that you're taking the higher road in some situations. Alternatively, the, dreams, the dream means that you believe your way of doing things is more superior. Ha-ha! <laughs> yeah, wait, that's wait not a, a good thing. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> All right, give me a, give me a letter. I promise let's I'm open minded. Let's do a random one. Sure, go give ahead. Give me a letter. Um, let's do O this time. O. Okay. All right, let's go. Tell me when to stop. And stop. Onions. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. To see or eat. Going to peel back the layers. To peel back the layers. That's what uh, ogres are, right? Yeah. Ogres are like onions. We should do ogres next. Yeah, ogres. Okay. It's all ogre now. <laughs> to see or eat... Uh, oh. Never mind. What? <laughs> to see or eat onions in your dream represents the multitude of layers <laughs> that yes, you I need to it. get through in order to unveil I what's really it. underneath. I called it. Uh, it's all ogre You need to now. dig a little deeper into a situation or problem. Uh, the dream may be a metaphor for some uh, revelation. To dream that an onion is making you cry, though, it indicates that you're not being genuine. It symbolizes phoniness, fakeness, and deceit. Okay, what about if the onion is giant and has a mouth and is attempting and to almost succeeding you. to eat you? Yes. I think that means that you've lost your mind. Or it may be taken too, too much, much melatonin. Better, yeah, too much <laughs> melatonin. <laughs> oh, goodness. I think that's a good place to stop, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, like I said, you, you guys can check this out on what website is it again? I think I'll put it in the description too. Um, I'm glad you said that because I just exited out of it. Oh, nice. I can pull it up real fast. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dreammoods.com. M-O-O-D-S. So multiple moods. Yes. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of, I mean, like, honestly, like if you, if you, there's no facts behind what this person wrote. As far as we know. As far as yeah. we're aware, this there's no real facts behind it. It's probably therapist or maybe uh uh, you know, a lot of people, therapists and psychologists, try to interpret dreams, but everyone can interpret it differently. So this website may not be what other people might interpret things. But if you have the desire, if you can remember some dreams and you're curious about specific things that happen in a dream, it's kind of a cool thing yeah, to go and to. At and the, just at look the at very it. least, it could be a fun exercise just to see how one source would interpret your dreams. And uh, just remember that a sandwich might really just be a sandwich. <laughs> it could just be a sandwich. It could be that you're a great multitasker. You're great at like looking at things and understanding them I was happy and building things. But you know what? It also might just mean it's a sandwich. And that is that's, what I'm going to take from that dream. Let's be real here. Can we be real for a moment? Yeah. That's life. That, that and that's life. our random thought. Sometimes life is just a sandwich. Yeah. You can look into different situations and try to analyze it. But 
the realist in me is always going to say, you know, just take it for granted. That sandwich is just a sandwich. That rock is just a rock. It's not fool's gold. It's not gold. It's just a rock. What's the weirdest sandwich you've ever made? The weirdest sandwich I've ever made. Okay, so one time... This is our random thought, by the yes, way. Yes, one time I made a sandwich. Um, I had toasted some wheat bread, and it was like it had sesame seeds and stuff on top of it. Uh-huh. And then I put a piece of turkey on it, and then I put mayonnaise... And then I just had the strange urge to put mustard and apples on it. I can one-up you. I didn't, I'm not very adventurous with my sandwiches. As, as a kid, I had these things called super sandwiches. I don't remember all the ingredients, but I do remember two of the key ingredients. Cereal. Oh. And mustard. Ugh. And I think either meat or cheese. I don't remember which. I was talking about like recently. <laughs> no, I mean like entire life. Yeah, that's the weird. You know, I, I used to eat that as a kid. I got to ask my parents. What kind of cereal? Any like cereal. Lucky Charms? It could be any kind of cereal. Honestly, just has to be it, cereal. Yeah, it was just, well, usually since I was a kid, it probably was some type of sugary cereal. Ugh. But yeah, it was cereal, mustard, and either cheese or meat or maybe both. I guess if we're going along that line. Because I like the crunchiness of it. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I used to put, I used to slice up hot dogs. And put them in white bread and like press them into the bread, and then make little smiley faces on the on the on the thing out of ketchup and mustard. That's not weird though. That's just some something people do. Okay, I just you asked me and I answered. <laughs> I told you I'm not very adventurous with my sandwiches. I like to know what I'm doing. Stick with it. You already went up me once. It's <laughs> <laughs> your super sandwiches. I might need to try a super sandwich see if I still like it. I Dude, I don't. really don't recommend that. <laughs> Considering you can't even remember the ingredients. There, I'm pretty sure there was cocaine, maybe a little bit of meth. Oh, God. How did six-year-old you get a hold of that? I was a drug dealer. And what's your source? <laughs> <laughs> Does he still give drugs out? I need some. <laughs> drugs are bad, okay? <laughs> I really thought you were going to go in with the whole drug thing with me, but no, you just let me look like a fool and make no, no, a bunch no, no, of no, noises. No, drugs are bad. Drugs are bad, obviously. Okay. okay. I'm sorry. I mean, I didn't know you wanted to go on with a six-year-old drug bit. The music's Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you guys had fun. Let us know if you've made any weird sandwiches throughout your life. The weirder, the better. Email us, tweet us, Instagram us. In, in, yeah, I think that's a thing, right? Do it. Either Do way, it. We, we'd love to hear from you guys, and I hope you have a great day. Love you guys. Bless you, Todd. Bless you, Todd.